Welcome to the Bridging the Generation podcast. I am your host, Malak Arif, and today I got another special treat for y'all. On my next guest, straight out of Hell's Kitchen, is known for the hits. One, if I could take you home, let the beat hit him, head to toe, all cried out, lost in emotion. I'm talking about hits galore. And when I mean hits, I'm talking about 20 top 10, and I'm talking about five number ones. So, before that said, it is an honor and a pleasure to introduce R&B pioneer, pop pioneer, the one, the only, the beautiful Lisa Lisa. Let's go. I'm your host, Malaka Reef, and as you can see, my next guest, she needs no introduction. One of my favorite <laughs> artists of all time. I mean, this is part of my childhood. This is part of my adult. Matter of fact, this is more part of my adulthood than my childhood because her music still is, is still prevalent. It's still relevant today. And again, we have the one, the only Miss Lisa Lisa of Cold Jam. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Blessings, everybody. <laughs> Words can I ex- explain how, <laughs> how grateful I am to have you. I say that a lot, but this one is special. They, they, this this one is special. So first of all, Lisa, I got to get this out the way. I know you have probably heard this a million times, but I don't care. I'm going to say it. But. You look amazing. Oh. <laughs> you, you look you. Uh, you, you have... You. You you know you you look like you have that Benjamin Button disease. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know so, so I'm just trying to figure out like you know what fountain of youth do I need to go to and because this is you know you look amazing. I, I got drink I, lots I, of water. Drink lots of water. Lot of water. Every now and then some brown juice. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, that, especially right now with this COVID going on. Hey, hey, you know, you, you, know you gotta make sure you gotta make sure you're putting some 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 good sustenance in your in your mm-hmm. system. You know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so 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 with all that said, how have you been maintaining with all this going on with this whole COVID nineteen, this whole pandemic? What have you been doing to make sure that you are still sane and that you still Ooh. you know looking like girl? You ain't got no trouble in the world. You're funny. <laughs> well, um, first of all, thank you. I appreciate all of that. I, no I, I will take that. Thank you so much. Um, but I, I am maintaining by being mama at home, of course. My kids got to go to school. And, you know, that schooling thing is... Don't remind me. Most of the time. Because it's like, oh, my God. But... We're still doing lots of things. We're doing a lot of virtual concerts and and I'm you know talking to a lot of people and just, just keeping myself busy. I have a lot of 
you know, a lot of good new stuff that's about to be, you know, thrown out there. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, you know, speaking of new stuff, I was on, you know, because I follow you on Instagram, which I have been doing for a while. And I saw you with Snoop Doggy yeah. Dog. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Talk about this. Do we have a collaboration in the future or was that just a fault? You know what? Talk about that. Uh, you know, I had to ask, you know. Well, the first collabo is that I am now uh, part of the Uncle Snoop's Army, meaning Snoop Dogg is now my manager, along with Bobby D Presents and Tony Minaj. So um, there's Shut a lot up. more than just a... Sh a Go ahead. Shout out to. I just, I just want to say shout out to Tony Minaj. That's all I want to say. Shout out to Tony. Shout That's out to it. Tony. Shout, shout out, out to Tony. Tony. Yeah. yeah. Shout out um, to Tony. I'm sorry. Good No, no, that's okay. But we're we've. Uh, of course, there's gonna be new music. So yeah, there will be. I'm putting it out there. There will be a collab with Snoop. But there's a lot of things happening. Music, uh, film, and. Um, a lot more. I have a boot line coming out, so look for that. There's a lot happening. We have okay, so much. Okay. And we're jumping back on the tour thing, which is going to start hopefully by the middle of May. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm a fan. So with mm -hmm. all that said, I, I want to go back to the beginning. I want to oh. go back to the beginning because a lot of people, you know, they don't know your story. And, and, and I'm not going to go through every detail, but let me just give, the, you know, let's just <laughs> give the give the fans a little a little uh uh background of, of of who lisa lisa is now from through my research uh, throughout the years i know that you're originally from hell's kitchen and you're the youngest of 10 children yes i am so talk about that a little bit how is it being from hell's kitchen and, and being the youngest of 10 children well, you know, being the youngest of 10, that means that you always have to look out for your food because they're going to grab it if you leave it on the table. <laughs> it was all about work, work, work. And I loved it all. Being raised by a single parent, my mom, rest her soul. Um, she raised all 10 of us, seven girls and three boys in Midtown Manhattan Hills Kitchen, New York. Um, and we didn't have much, but we made the best of what we had. And I think that's what made me rich in my heart. And the there fact that she raised us on music, everything, everything that was done in my home uh, with all of us, it was always done to music. So the fact that there was always either salsa or, or Motown or whatever was on the radio playing, mm -hmm. that drove me in it. <laughs> okay. Now, now from, from, from what I've researched, you know, I, uh, I read that your mom was very, very religious. Very religious. Very, very, very religious. So, you know, you, you mentioned, <laughs> you, you just mentioned, you know, some of your, uh, you know, your musical influence, salsa, a little bit of Motown, you know, uh, how was, what, what type of music that did your mom, uh, as far as uh, 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 bring to you as far, you know, uh, did, did she show you as far as, you know, just her experiences, you know? Yeah, well, first of all, my mom was down. She was down with it. So, I mean, she was in okay. love with with Smokey Robinson, so you know she was there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, um, no doubt. So we we listened to everything, uh, Stevie Wonder, to um, Blue Magic. Uh, I could keep going. Um, Martha and the Vandellas. We were Ooh. raised on all of that, but then of course she was she's from Puerto Rico, so she had 
um, La Celia playing, Tito Puente, Jimmy Sabaté, Joe Cuba, I can go on. So we had all of that playing. I mean, she raised us on music. Tito Puente. Tito Tito Puente, yeah. (laughs) Rest his soul, yes. That's my guy. I I I had to mention him because I was just listening to some Tito. I was just listening to Tito earlier today, so I just had to. I think everybody has heard Tito Puente. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love that last name. I love that. I yes. love that last name. And by the way, Lisa, I don't know. I, I meant to mention this earlier, but me and you share the same birthday. Do we? Ja- yep, we, yeah, January fifteenth. January fifteenth. And we share the same. We share. We share. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should, yes. We share the same birthday, so I so my fellow Capricorn sister. You know, Thank I just had to, had had to mention that. So look, I want to I want to move forward. Um, here we go. Most of us know you as uh, Lisa Lisa from Cult Jam. So with that being said, what was your breakthrough? You know, as far as uh, becoming an artist, finding yourself. When did you realize like this is something not only that I love to do, but this is something that I'm pretty good at? Well, I was six years old when I did my, had my first solo in the church choir. And when okay. I saw my mom crying, I said, this is what I want to do. Cause I like that reaction. I was doing something right. So from then on, I just simply started sneaking out of the house <laughs> <laughs> and um, going to the little bar restaurants that always had right on ninth Avenue that always had a live band performing. And I would beg, I would beg them to please let me sing. So, they started letting me come and sing with them. Uh, I did standards and I used to get paid like $15, $20 a night. Was, and back then, that was a whole hell of a lot of money. That was balling. <laughs> that was balling back then. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew, I knew when I was little that music was what I wanted to do. And I still to this day have that same feeling. Music is what I need to do. It's, it's, it's therapeutic. More than therapeutic. It's in my Water. blood. I know that's right. I know that's right. So, so, um, you know, one thing I I love about, uh, uh, you know, Lisa, Lisa and Cold Jam, you guys were a very, very distinctive group. So talk about how, you know, talk about how you guys, how Alex, you know, how Mike, you, Mike and Alex came together. And what was the initial vision of Lisa, Lisa, Cold Jam or Cold Jam, you know? Well, in the very beginning, there was no thought of a, of a cult jam because um, what happened was, is I was told by a friend to, to, to meet up with a friend of his that apparently at the time was a roadie for full force. So with him, we snuck into the fun house again. Now, now let me stop you for a second. Uh, when you mean his, we talk about Alex or Mike. Mike. He was a roadie for, for, for full force. So I went to, to, we snuck into the fun house and my friend introduced me to him and he asked me if I can sing. And I said, yes, he says, all right, so then you need to be at this audition. And I, and I went, I snuck out of school. I didn't go to school, got in trouble for that and waited, uh, many hours to, to, to do this audition. So I went in there and I, I remember in, in, I took the train by myself, okay. uh, to church Ave and, uh, went to the basement of a house. Mm. Dedicated. These six big dudes came out. I was like, I'm dead. Because <laughs> they were scary. They were just real diesel. They were yeah, all yeah. so I, I'm sitting there and they were like, okay, can you sing something for me? And I did. And 
they said, here, take this cassette home with you and we would like to record with you. And I, at that time, I didn't know what the hell recording was because mm-hmm. all I wanted to do was sing. The following week, I went to the recording studio and that one night, in one night, mm. we recorded, I wonder if I take you home and can you feel the beat? In one night. Oh, man, yeah. no yeah. way. Yeah, so when the you thing is that- You recorded two classic songs in one, one night. night. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> what happened was is that Full Force was looking to do a female group, a girl group, like three girls, four girls, and they liked my voice, but they couldn't find other girls to blend with what they were wanting to do. So Mike, of course, since he brought me in, he always had this idea with his friend, whom he knew, of course, uh, through the grapevine because he used to be all over the place with Full Force. Um, Mike uh, Mike knew Alex, Alex Mosley, Spanador. And um, he told Full Force, can we make it a group? You know, put Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. They had that name already, Cult Jam. See, that was about to be my yeah. next question. I wanted to know about, you know, how did you guys come up with the name Cult Jam? But they already, well, Mike had, already had that name. They, Mike they already had the name and said, yeah, he had that name. And that's what he wanted to call it. So Full Force agreed, and here we are. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so I, um, what I, I learned that, you know, you consider yourself a freestyle artist. No, not and me. <laughs> now, oh, oh, so you don't consider yourself a freestyle artist. I consider myself an artist. I don't like okay. labels. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. okay. No, 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 because, it's okay. I appreciate the label oh. thing. Because to me, I love all kinds of music. But when we first started, it was, it was we called it uh, hip hop, okay. you know? Um, where the name freestyle came from was the fact that our music was what the freestyle dancers were dancing to. You know, the break dancers were in the street with the linoleum floors and shell top Adidas out there doing their break dancing. So that's where I came in, freestyle. And because because I was the first Latina, I appreciate everybody who gave me that title, but the first Latina to cross over, you know, um, they gave it that Latin freestyle name. Right, right. See, well, I, 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 never, I never heard of that term up until like maybe five years ago. Yeah. So, have, I, I, always, I always looked at you like an R&B slash pop. Thank know, you. Artist. Yeah, well, that's what I can. That's what I thought we were doing. That's what I know we did. We started R&B hip hop. Yeah, that's what it sounded yeah. like to me. So, so yeah, look, so, so here we go. So here we go. Let's fast forward. Here we is. It's 1984, 85. You guys signed to Columbia records wow <laughs> talk about what led to that signing with columbia records and was um you know what, what's yeah what's what's the backstory about that whole you know that whole sign well we we were signed before that we were signed to a very small label uh, it was called personal records very mm-hmm. small label so what they personal records did was they released i wonder if i take you home on a compilation album it was called breaking they released it on that overseas. Oh. Now it took about a year and a half for it to be brought back here to the states. So I guess in in you know between all of that, uh, Full Force and our manager back in the day, Steve Salem, rest his soul, were still soliciting our, you right. know us as artists. And Columbia wanted to pick us up quickly, and that's what happened. The second that the DJs bought the record out here to the states. Columbia was like, we got, we got to pick up on that. And that's how we got signed. Okay. Okay. So let's go back a little bit. 
you know, you guys, you know, you, you come straight out the gate with, I wonder if I could take you home. And, and yeah, yeah, you got you guys come right out of the gate. And you told you, you just said that you just mentioned that that song was uh, was already out on a label prior to Columbia. So take me back to that. Uh, the first time that uh, the guys brought uh, one, if you could take me home to uh, to you talk about that. What did you think about that song? And did you ever think that it was going to become the classic that it is now? It was a kid. I didn't know anything. All I wanted to do was sing. So I had no idea. Um, that was this, they, uh, one of the guys from Full Force was humming that and he said, sing this and they recorded it on a cassette and that's the cassette they gave me. And they said, this is what you're going to come in with to the recording session. So that's how they bought that. They already had that done, you know, okay. so we went in there and, and, and did the song. What did I know about music? All I knew was that I wanted to sing. You just wanted to and sing. Still, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I know that's right. So, so here we go. You guys released that self, that self-titled project, and, and and I noticed that's the only project I believe that has uh, Lisa Lisa Coat Jam uh, and Full Force on it. Featuring Full, yeah. Featuring Full Force. So, yeah. what was it like? What was that like working with? Yeah. You know, because they released the project around the same time. Yes. You know, because I believe they were signed with Columbia as well. They did after we signed. But, you know, Full Force were already producing other artists like UTF right. Gold and, and exactly. Real Roxanne and themselves. But um, my big brothers, I mean, there were six of them and the two guys from Culture. And so I had six, seven, eight, eight of them, eight of them, you know, guiding me from the room, from the hotel to the venue on the stage and then right, right. back. To, and they would lock me in. So I wasn't doing anything. I, mind you. When I first met Full Force, I was 13. Okay. okay. So I was a kid. I wasn't allowed to do anything. When I went on the road with them the first time, my mother sent my oldest brother, whom did three tours in the Vietnam War. Okay. So that man was on the road with me. My brother, God bless you. He's still here with me. And okay. um, I was being watched like a hawk. Yeah. So there was no fun. Lies. My father was always on the stage. <laughs> it was always the stage. The stage for me was my fun. Okay, so let's talk about that first album because that first album, you know, it also has "Let Me uh, uh, Feel the Beat" and "All Cried Out," which I swear that that is the definitive version of all. No, no, no disrespect to Alors' version because I love their, 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 you know, the version that they have with One Twelve, but. Talk about the making of All Cried Out and, and, and collaborating with, you know, for Full Force and you guys singing that together. Who was out there was that to, for you guys to <laughs> sing that together? Um, again, that was Be Fine of Full Force who had a conversation and this is what came up. Just imagine a guy, you know, creating a song that had to do with a female's version of love. You know, but what the hell did I know about, you know, I wonder if I take you home. And of course, all cried out. <laughs> right, right. Um, it was a one take vocal. We went in and recorded it. It was a one take vocal. And I love that song from Jump Street. And it took the record label forever to try to get it out there because, you know, radios didn't want to play it. They were like, this is a, a this is a hip hop. We don't want to put a ballad on, on it. But we worked it. Let me tell you, it took us about seven and a half to eight months to no get that up there, to get the radio stations to play it. And once they started playing it, boom, 
Because that was, I believe, that was the last single released on that album. Yeah, on that first album, that was the third. First album. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The okay. third single released. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, just what was the, you know, what was it like? Just that chemistry, you know, working with these guys, you mm -hmm. know, because a lot of us we know again, we know them from working with other artists, but when we think of Full Force, it's almost synonymous with Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam and, when we, and, and vice versa. So what made you guys so special, especially on those first two projects? It was the magic that we put out, you know, together as, as at the time. And mm -hmm. no doubt they, they're great writers, no doubt, you know, so. It, Still, know, it was a family thing. It was a family thing. And the fact that we just meshed really well, really, really well. And when we went into the studio to record, they pulled out the best of me. So, I mean, wait till you hear the new stuff. Uh, I know that's right. I know now. Did your mom now, being that your mom is very religious, did she approve of the music that was, you know, that she was releasing? Oh, listen, my mom, as religious as she was, and she ran the church choir, and I was always in it. Um, <clears throat> she was the first one who told me if this is what you want to do, you go ahead and do it. Okay. If I don't like something, I'm not gonna do it. I've always stuck by you know by my beliefs and 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 my love for music. Um I was young, female, Latina from Hell's Kitchen. What the hell did I know? But the streets and right. my love for music. So whatever we put out was because. We knew it was dope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I swear, y'all was hitting on all cylinders during Thank that you. period. Y'all, I Thank swear, you. I swear. So, you know, when did it hit you? Like, you guys are traveling all over the world. All, I mean, you got hits just coming nonstop. When did it hit you that I'm not uh, just uh, little Lisa Velez anymore? I'm, I'm a superstar, and we're, we're superstars, and I'm a sex symbol. Like, because as a but kid, I, that. I wasn't you know, thinking that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, all the brothers, all the brothers was like, hey, Apollonia, that's my girlfriend. No, Lisa, Lisa, that's my girlfriend. Like, oh, I wow. <laughs> I'm that old. <laughs> I'm blushing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm that old. I'm that old. <laughs> I guess we all are. Um, I'm, that, I'm that young. I'm that young because you young yourself. So, anyway. Talk about that a little I'm bit. very Talk happy. I'm very happy. So no worries. Um, okay. I think the only the one time that really hit me, that showed me that I, I I'm doing, I did it. I, I'm here. Was I always wanted to see my name up in lights since I was like in diapers. <laughs> I've always wanted to see my name in lights and um. It was the very first tour, and I remember I begged the, the, the bus driver. Our last stop on that tour was New York, and we were doing Radio City. So I begged the bus driver to stop in front of Radio City just so I can see. And I, I remember we were pulling in. It was late. We pulled up in front of the uh, Radio City, and I saw the name scrolling. And I was in tears. I got on my knees, and I kissed the ground. Disgusting, but I kissed the ground. And I was like, damn it, I did it. I did hey. it. I've done that before. You're not the only one. When I came back from Iraq in 2003. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, for yes, no problem. You. You, you, you're welcome. When I came back wow. from Iraq, I was so happy to be in the States that I literally kissed the ground after I, I got off the plane. So, 
God bless I, you. Thank you. I, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. So so here we are. We're moving into that second album. I mean, that album go platinum. A lot of people forget that that album went platinum. The second album, you know, got, you know, was featured my favorite, one of my favorite uh, songs by you guys, Someone to Love. You know, what was the direction going into the second album? Because you guys came out of nowhere. Like, no one expected you guys to really just, you know, just just push through like that. Well, um, I think what where that album came, how that album came about uh, was everything we were going through on the road. And I remember a lot of that was being written on the road. OK, because I remember the first album, we had one week to put that album out. So I remember, you know, getting off a bus, running into a, a hotel room to um, right. to shower real quick. Five o'clock in the morning. I would want to go to sleep and full force would be calling me <laughs> on the phone. Oh, yo, you got to sing this song. And I'd be like, what? But let me tell you. <laughs> it was the best because the experiences are all over that album and someone to love me for me which i co-wrote that's um, my favorite that's my favorite lisa lisa culture song you. about it. my favorite oh, song I about you. thank you thank you yeah. so much what's just basically a feeling of when once you come off a stage and what's going on around you and the fact that i remember one night i just sat there in the dressing room and just and looked around and was like where am i Woo. i'm a kid I'm a kid, you know, where am I? And I missed home mm. and I missed my family, you know, so that came out. Okay. I, I know that's right. I know that's right. Now that, that, that album also had head to toe, you know, another one of my sleeper songs, <laughs> another one of my favorite sleeper songs, like lost in emotion, you uh, know, and, and that album, again, that went platinum too, as well. It did. Head so, to toe so I, lost in emotion were number one. Head to toe. Great weeks, yes, across talk, the board. Talk about it. And, and not only that, but those were your first two number ones. Yes, very first. So, so, so I mean, how did you like? After those two went number one, then Take You Home came out again, and it went number, number one. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It happened. It happened. I, had no, um, I had no idea. I remember that, as a matter of fact, Head to Toe was one of the songs, five o'clock in the morning, I'm getting out the shower, I wanna go to sleep because I'm dead tired, right. and Fulfort is on the phone. You gotta sing this, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and then he's singing on the phone, and I'm like, what the hell is that? But then he kept singing the hook, and I'm like, oh, I get it. So he was like, you gotta come to my room right now so we can record it, and I ran into the room, and we used to, we had, like back then it was crazy, the portable, um, recording studios that we took with us big machines but we had them and yeah. we, that's how we that album was made on the road and i remember we had to when we got back home and they were like we gotta hurry up and, and you know get in there and master it and everything oh boy that was a job <laughs> oh my goodness man. i love that again another classic uh album by you guys yeah, and you, you know what was the what was the 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 process like as far as you know you guys creating music what was that like between you, Mike, Alex, and Full Force. Describe that a little bit. It was a lot of conversations, um, a lot of talks that we had, and ideas that you know the guys had already and things that would just come to them. So a lot of that was created by, again, a conversation. You okay. know, um, that process is always fun. And I love being in a studio recording. I do. 
but my most favorite place to be and is the reason why I I did all that. Right. And still will do all that um is to sing. No doubt. No it's doubt. Singing, so. I, hey, that's and, and that's what we love you for and 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 thank from you. listening to your last project on Mass Appeal, girl, you still oh, got it. Oh my god, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank that you project. So that project, that project is, is is dope. I had to mention that before, you know. That I, I, whole yeah. entire project was a creation of mine after having children and taking a minute from mm-hmm. the music business. Not really a minute, I mean, because I was still on tour. I never stopped performing. I never, ever. People always ask me, well, what happened? I didn't stop performing. I was still performing, but maybe right. I wasn't in your face, but right. I was still on the road. But I took a minute from all the uh, craziness to, to get all of that feeling out, you know, and I put together the great, I think, really great producers. I mean, oof. That was yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. No, myself, talk about it. <laughs> myself. Um, well, you know everybody that's on it. It's uh, listen. Yeah. It was that's- to me, music should come from you. And it no was doubt. Life and Love is is an album of growing in the eyes of this public and in this business. Mm. You know, and it was a choice. Life or love, life and love was my choice. Now you didn't you didn't you didn't miss a beat. And one thing I can say about you. You're consistent. You may oh, not have you. 20, 30 albums, but the no. music that you release, <laughs> oh, it hits. You. It hits. You know, it. I, I appreciate you for that because a lot of people haven't heard that album. I love um, that project. Yeah, that that album, Life and Love, and the album before that, um, LL77. Oh, the first, uh, that was the first. That was first my solo. first single. First, my yeah. first solo album. First solo album, and 94. Was, yeah. That was with um, Skip to My Lou, you know, Ooh. and I have really great producers on that as well. It, to me, it, music should come from experience and it should just come from within you and, and you should be able to put out what you feel, you. Mm. That's all me, you know, not people making me what they want me or putting music out that they want me mm. to be doing. I put out me. So no, I, no. I, hope you, I hope you get that. I hope. No, I, I get it. I get yeah. it. Um, the, the the last two projects that you release, um, the last two albums, the last two full force albums, I really love those projects, especially oh, Jackie. Thank wants you. To, especially Jackie wants to be a star. Thank you. Oh, and that was- yeah, I, I, I'm I'm upset because I have that on vinyl around here. That's why I'm looking around because I have that. <laughs> you I have that? I have that album yeah. and I have and I have that single on vinyl. And I meant Thank to, you. I meant to have it right here. I'm so, I'm so embarrassed because I again right that here. song was a, no doubt that song was a conversation, and it's basically about you know wanting to really do it badly and the things you gotta go through, you know, mm-hmm. and then the realization at the end, why that kind right. of thing. That's what that song is about. Someone young getting into the business or trying to get into the business, and all the nooks and crannies and the waves mm-hmm. that you gotta, you know get over or through let me tell you that that's not easy easy. (laughs) they say they say it's a marathon it's not a sprint it is and let me tell you i wouldn't change a thing i would not change a thing okay all of that exactly all of that that i've gone through and will go through because i'm not done um 
made me who I am today. So I don't regret anything. Okay. Okay. So, you know, me as a diehard Lisa Lisa coach, I have to, I have to get to this question. Uh oh. And, and I know you guys, you you've been, again, it's another me, another disclaimer, but because I know you've been asked this many times, but I just want to know what happened after that last album, straight, uh, straight out of Hell's Kitchen, because you arguably just had one of your biggest hits with uh 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 let the uh let the uh oh let the music factory yes david <laughs> cole yes. let yes. the beat hit him oh my oh, yes. god that song yes. what that that wasn't a hit that wasn't a hit that's what you call a smash oh well, that was that you. was a smash in in in, in uh uh 91 oh. so you know oh, and, wow. and, and, and and the album was a really good album so talk about you know that um putting that particular project together because i noticed uh, one half is Full Force, and the other half is the uh, the, uh, the the brothers from uh, uh, CNC Music Factory. CNC Music Factory, yeah. Listen. Yeah. How did you put that together? How did well, it come together? It was an opportunity. Okay, when we came up with the, uh, we have to put the next album out. Let's get in there. And um, I said to Full Force, I want to work with other producers. And they were like, well, you know, let's let's see what other people come up with. And when CNC Factory came to me with that song, I said, this is who I want to work with. They were like, let's do it. Let's work with these groups. Um, it was both of the producers, the producing teams, that yes. decided they would do half and half, mm -hmm. which was great because you can you can hear you can hear the difference right, in production. Right. You can, and it's dope. I think it's dope. But um, the fact that it's not about what happened. It's um, it's what I needed. Okay. okay. Number one, what happened was that uh, at that point, Columbia Records had just signed Mariah Carey, you know, and all of a sudden after Let the Beat Hit Him came out, after that song hit it big, they shelved me. They put me on the shelf because they needed to work with her. And I was like, well, I don't want to get stuck here. So it was, I went in there with full force and our lawyers and I fought for them to release me, please release me. And <clears throat> at that point, <laughs> again, I said it before, I grew up in the eyes of the music public. I, I was heartbroken. So, I was, I'm I was, sorry. I, I was heartbroken. Was, <laughs> we severed ties amicably. Everything was wonderful. And they understood it was a big crying session. But when I had the meeting with them, it was like, I need to grow. I want to do a solo album. I want to go out there and work with other people. I want to put my music out. And that's yeah. what happened. And they agreed with it. They they were like, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. And okay. this is me. <laughs> now, now, previously, did you ever think about having a solo career prior to this? Listen, uh, prior to all of this, I didn't know anything about career. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know how I was going to get it. But again, growing up, in the eyes of this music public, um, yeah. I got to do what I got to do. You know what I mean? I, 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 just, right. I love music so much and I love what I do so much that I got to do it my way. So it's no disrespect to anybody. It's just got to be done my way. Okay. Because, I, I, you know, I, I just wanted to know that it wasn't no tension between, you know. Oh, was no, no, ever, no. Oh, not, let me take that back. Not tension, creative differences. Oh, no, not at all. You know, um, 
Full Force, they did their thing, man. They they are they were great and still are great producers. They that's write a, great songs. That's an understatement. <laughs> that know? is an understatement because um, you guys. Yeah, no, not no, no doubt. I get people credit when, when credit is due. That's, you, that's you guys. That's, you know that's a given. But me, I have I have so much that I want to give. Okay. You know that I have, and I still have so much. I'm not up that ladder yet. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, there's so much that I still want to do and have to do that. I got to do it with me. No me. Doubt. Lisa's way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so you did, you, you released a solo project in 1994, which I love the L7 project. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I love that album. You, you follow that up with a second, with a second project. And then you got into acting. Talk about I that did. transition <laughs> That transition, yeah. you know, from music to acting, you know, mm-hmm. t- talk a little bit about that. What was that like? Well, I majored in musical theater when I was in high school, so I wanted to put that to good use. Mind you, I started really, really early with, with the guys. So I did a lot of um, I had tutors on the road with me and a lot of homeschooling because I was always on the road and stuff. But, you know, as mm-hmm. I got older, I majored in musical theater and I wanted to put that out there. I still do. So um, I just, you know, told the agents, yo, auditions. I got, I want to do this. I want to do that. Let me audition for this. You know, lots of parts came to me and, you know, I was able to do uh, things that I truly love. So, so your first, to, uh, to my knowledge, your first acting role was on the television show, the Nickelodeon show. Cause I remember this, Tayana. Am I saying Taina. it right? Taina. Taina. I was close. I was close. Taina. Okay. And, and you played the character Gloria. That, yeah. Played, I played the mom play, on the show. I did. You played the mom. You played her mom. I so did. That, that show was, was very successful. So talk about that, that experience. Your two seasons on that show. So talk a little bit about that. Um, What happened was that I was, I remember I was going to an, an after party for a movie that we, oh, I think it was a John Leguizamo movie that I was going to the after party. And as I'm walking in, I'm standing right behind my publicist and I and I hear him talking to somebody and I hear this woman say, where is Lisa Lisa? I'm looking for her. So I step to the side and I say, oh, I'm right here. What? <laughs> and she goes, I got a part for you. So she says, please come to my office. That I think that was a Saturday night, and I don't know what day it was the following week. She, I had an appointment with her. I went up to her office, and I, I thought I was going to an audition. She okay. says, "No, the part is yours. I wrote this and I read the script, the first, the pilot for it, and it was about a young girl from New York that wanted to be a star." And I was like, "Hey, that's my story." I was just about <laughs> to say that it's a little yeah. similar, to, a little similar to somebody I know. so she says listen the part is yours if you want it and i immediately said yes and the cast we're still close we still talk um it was a great show really really great show and i really wish we didn't get canceled but that's okay things happen um i think the reason why we got canceled was because number one the the lead actress Christina Vidal, she was moving on to, she was, she was getting roles left and right. So, and then Nickelodeon was coming up with some other stuff and they wanted to put those, those parts out, you know, those series out and they left us, you know, 
I can't even play. I'm sorry, Nickelodeon. If you're watching, you need to bring us back. Hey, the show did. The show was. It was pretty good. Not only was the writing and the acting good, but the ratings. Yeah. Was, for, for it to be a new show, the, the it ratings was a new was show. Good. Yeah, the ratings yes. were skyrocket. The ratings were really good. And, both and seasons. I, both seasons. Yes, and I don't understand why they didn't continue it. They should have continued it. You know, yes. but you know, whatever. Things happen. Things happen. So, so here we are. You know, here, here, here we are. You know, it's twenty twenty one, and and you're still here. You're still giving us this great music. Like I said, you released your last project in two thousand and nine. What inspires you to continue to to just release music and continue to bless us with this talent that you know that God has given you? The fact that I still to this day love what I do. I love what I do. And um, if I have an opportunity to put more music out, I'm going to take that. Okay. I'm definitely take that. So that's what my inspiration is. My inspiration is that I have a, I hate, I hate pulling around. <laughs> um, I, I, I have a great following. You know, we have a great audience and that audience is consistently asking put music out, put new music out. We right. want to hear new music. So it's time. I think it, everything is all about time, Ian. It's, it's time. It is time. That's true. Now, you mentioned Snoop Dogg earlier, and, and a lot of hip-hop artists have covered your songs. You know, how do you feel about a lot of, you know, as far as the hip-hop community, you know, continuing to pay homage to, you know, what you guys uh, brought forth in, 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 the, in the culture? You know, what's, how do you feel about that? I'm honored that you put me in the same sentence as hip hop, because hip hop is it. Yeah, it's um, me. <laughs> one day, well, well, um, what's the, wonder if I could take you home to uh, B.I.G. and uh, uh, Aaliyah. They did that back in like '95, Yeah, that was. Yeah. Let me tell you, I forgot all about that, and it yeah. popped up in my memories. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I forgot. I forgot about that. And they yeah. did. A lot of people redid, you know, my songs and. Listen, to this day, I am honored, I'm humbled, and I thank them. You know, the fact that they want to reach into that, into my stuff and, and redo it, and they still think that it's, um, what's a good word to say that is still good today? It's, it's, it's still relevant. 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 Right? I, relevant. Said, I said it. Who said that in the background? I said All it. Right. <laughs> you got to understand. We're still in motion here. I'm in a production meeting. Hey, my hey, people I'm, are all here. It's and we're, all good. We're putting, yeah, we're putting the stuff together. We're still working. So. No doubt. No doubt. Yell out hi, good. everybody. Yell out. <laughs> hi. What's up? Hey, 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 hey. It's all good. It's all. I'm just yeah. glad that you took time out of your busy schedule. Again, shout out, shout out to Tony again for for, for oh, connecting us. You know, I had a shout out. I have to tell time. you, Tony. Tony's been with me, and she's been my best friend for so many years. Okay. I met her when she was 17, and she scared the crap out of me when I saw <laughs> her. But when that mouth opened and she sang, oof. She blew me out the water, and I was yeah, like, oh, "That's what I want. I want that." I've been checking Tony out on Instagram. She got really? something going she too. Got she got a new some, album out she now. She got some music. She got some music. It's she called Quiet Side. Yeah, and y'all better download it. Uh huh. Yes, I have it on replay. I know that's right. I know that's right. So, so who are you listening to now, uh, uh, Lisa? Besides Tony Minaj, I'm listening to 
Um, I'm a I'm an R and B head, so I listen to old stuff, you know, real old stuff. Ain't nothing wrong um, with that. Yeah, but uh, let me see. Who can I mention that you guys will know? <laughs> I listen I, to Anthony Stone. I listen to Jill Scott. I listen to Maxwell. You know, people like that. If you look up on this wall, I got oh, you talking about old? Oh, this this is Ohio players yeah. right here. So Ohio players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is, it there. this is Tony Tony Tone and. Yeah. Oh my God! Check it out. You see, there's a reason why you pulled that out because I've been calling on Raphael Sadiq, and I don't understand why. And I'm looking straight into the camera, bro. You know I love you, and everywhere I go, I mention your name. Yeah. And all I want to do is work with you, so bring it. Hey, hey stop playing, Raphael. Stop, stop playing. playing around. Right, stop playing around. That's that's how you. That's how you do it. That's how you there get. You go. Stop, don't be scared. <laughs> well, well, I have been I dying have, to work with him. I interviewed Dwayne in a few weeks. So did you? Oh. I know I, I, I interviewed him in a few weeks. Oh, okay. so so maybe I, yeah, maybe I could put a little bug in his ear. I don't know how their relationship is, but you know, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Cause that would be a dope thing. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> yeah, that you know, because you never, you never know. Yes. You never know. You never know. But what I know. That you consistently give us great work. So you mentioned Raphael. Who? What other artists would you like to work with? Oh, I'm working with that artist that I have been dying my whole life to work with, and that's Tony. I know I'm blowing a lot of wind up that, <laughs> but I love her. She, she's dope. She's dope. She's dope. Um, I would love to work with Beyonce and Jay Z. Huge fan. They, you know, now, Lisa, you know they huge fans. You do know that, right? What you you do know they are huge fans because Jay Z mentioned you in a, in a song. Oh, get out! When what's the song he says? Um, ah, meet the parents. It's the song called "Meet the Parents," and he mentioned he has this line where he say something something like Lisa Lisa. One, if I could take you home, it's called the song is called "Meet the Parents." Google it. You well, hold on a second. You better write that down for me. Oh, it's called "Meet the Parents." Yeah, Jay Z. It's on JD's Blueprint 2 album. Blueprint 2 album. The Blueprint, Blueprint 2 album. Meet the Parents. That's the name Meet of the, the song. Parents. I and got you. Thank you And he mentioned you. So, you know. Oh I, my God, I'm already, excited. Lisa, hold a time out. We are all fans of you. You are a, like, Lisa, we love you. <laughs> Thank we you. Love it. It's not even just the music. It's, it's your person. That, like, you, something about you have this energy that it just exudes through your music. I would just listen to, you know, uh, uh, feel the beat, and that <laughs> song sounds better. Now. Like I never realized how dope. I always thought it was a cute little song, but when I listen to it now, it just sounds so much fresher. And your music is is so relevant. Like, talk to me. Talk talk a little bit about that. Like, how do you feel knowing that you have put out these classics and they're so timeless? And we still love this music. It's almost as if it just was released yesterday. Um. See, my my people know. I I, I really I don't I don't. What do I say? I don't focus on any of that. So I try really hard not to. You know, I don't know. I just listen. I appreciate music. I appreciate the fans. I appreciate you. And I do what I do because I love what I do. Okay. So when I hear other people redoing my music, we went through this earlier. 
I just, I'm humbled. I, I right. thank you. Um, the fact that they still remember it right. and they want to go there with it. I'm like, damn, wow. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. That's yeah. all I can say. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, so, so, so what, how, how do you, how are you so grounded? What, what, uh, you know, what allows you to be so grounded? I'm just curious because you seem so humble for somebody who have accomplished so much when you in, a, in an era where you have artists who have accomplished one knife of what you accomplished and they have these huge egos, but here you are, you know, and you just have this humble demeanor. Talk about that a little bit. We'll keep you grounded. Um, my mom, she always kept me grounded because I would be on the road and come home and she's like, yeah, you got laundry to do. You do your homework. You ain't no superstar. You didn't, you didn't play. And um, the fact that I'm a mom now and I, I, I got, I have, I got to train them to be, you know, respectful to their, you know, to adults and, and to learn the street code because, you know, how we were brought up is so different now, you know, way different now. Today is different. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know about, I don't know how to answer that question. It's, really, <laughs> That's I, a loaded, it's a loaded I'm, question. I'm, I the know. Youngest, I'm the youngest of 10. Yeah. So I had to fight to make sure that they didn't take my food from the table. If I got up to go get water, uh-uh, that food was going to be gone. So I, you know, stay know, there, eat right. your food, you, you keep your manners, and, and, and then take your plate to the, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll talk, well, look, you, you mentioned, we mentioned Snoop Dogg earlier. Talk about how you guys came together and how, and, and, and uh -huh. now how, how you, Tony, you know, like I said, Uncle Snoop, how, how did you guys come together now and, and, and now uh, not just collaborating, but working together? Talk about that a little bit. Well, Unfortunately, my manager, who was my manager prior, uh, she passed away. Oh, Rest sorry to hear that. No, no, no. Sorry. It's okay. She's in a better place. She fought. But um, I remember a year before that, we were already putting names in place for who was going to take over the management thing. And I had those names in my head. Of course, Tony had to be there because, you know, I just... Listen, I know I blew a lot of wind up her ass, but I love you to death. I wasn't going to make moves without, without you. But when she passed away, I got that phone call. Bobby D was like, let's do this. I was like, we're going to, I'm going with Uncle Snoop, man. He is the man. He got it. You know, he got me. He got what I wanted to do. They both did. And Tony always knew. So, you know, together with them, me and Tony together with them, you know, I, I think. We're gonna make magic, y'all don't even know. The dynamic, dynamic duo. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I like y'all gonna be. I, I know that's right. So, so, <laughs> so, so, Lisa, you know, with all that you've accomplished in your career, what are you most proud of? You know, the fact that I have all my teeth and they're all mine, and they beautiful. <laughs> I said, I, what? I, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, girl, with, uh, you see all these celebrities with these veneers. I'm jealous. I'm like, girl, you got yeah, some good teeth. Oh teams. my! Um, I all jokes aside, I'm just saying. I think that my my best accomplishment besides my children, um, the fact that I I stuck my ground and I didn't listen to a lot of this, you know. And I I I still to this day I'm trying to master my craft and not allow anybody to take that from me and i'm still here 
you know, and I have a great following. And because of them, I can still, you know, through the grace of God, you know, still make my livelihood through my music. So I think that's what it is. Okay. Well, look, Lisa, I enjoyed having you here on the platform. I told you I wasn't going to keep you here all night. I, I could if I wanted to. I got like a million questions about specific like, songs. Give me one more question. One more. <laughs> you got one more? <laughs> I could go on and on about the about these songs, but I say I know you're a busy woman and you, you're making your rounds. You got music coming out. I'm just honored to have you here on the platform and you guys taking time out of your busy schedule. I got to give back to the, to the culture just like you have sacrificed so much for 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 people like myself. You well, know. well, I want to say thank you to you because if people like you, you know, we all school old schoolers still, you know, have these platforms and can s- still be spoken of. You know, so thank you, thank you for that. I don't even consider you old school. <laughs> I, swear, I don't even consider like because the music sounds so it sounds so fresh. I appreciate that, but I'm it, old school it, to the heart. <laughs> I know, I, I know, I know that's right. Well, look. <laughs> But look, Lisa, it's been an honor. You look amazing. Uh, I mean, we're, 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 I can't say that enough. And <laughs> yes, I had the biggest crush on you when I was a kid. And, you know, so I'm not going to ask you to sing a sing song or anything Mom, like that. Sing? You know, if you could just do, you know, uh, uh, you Give know, well, all cried out, you know, I will, you know, just the, the first you know, if you could just give me like 20 seconds, 15 seconds, if if you're yeah. up to it, if you're up to it. Look at his face. <laughs> if you're up to it. <laughs> like I said, I love what I do, so no worries. Check it out. <clears throat> All alone on a Sunday morning, outside I see the rain is falling. Whoa. I'm, <laughs> I'm going through paralysis right now. This oh is, I'm, I'm, oh, somebody pitched me. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. Oh, As you can see, she still look amazing and she oh, still sounds phenomenal. Thank okay. you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much. We here at Bridge in the Generation, we love you. We look forward. Talk about this new music before we get out of here. Just tell us one more time before you get out of here. You got anything else coming up? We got, we're putting music out right now. As a matter of fact, we uh, put out a single simply because I, I needed to do it. And okay. written and produced by Tony Minaj. It's called okay. Rain and it's on all platforms. Mm. Look for it. But we have new music coming out and it's going to be dope. I already so know. <laughs> I already know. Well, look, y'all watching Bridging the Generation podcast. I'm your host, Malaka Reef. I got the lovely Miss Lisa Lisa, <laughs> Lisa Lisa Coat Jam. Hey, she ain't missed a beat, and it's just been an honor to have you here on the platform. Maybe we can do this again, and 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 you know, sometime in the future, whenever you got some music, I would love it. Absolutely, thank you so much. Peace and be well, y'all. All right, take care. Love you. Have a good night. Thank you. You Bye. too. All right.